All right, I'm live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rate Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 79. And, and guys, I'm, I've been doing this show for, for almost two years now. Well, actually, a little over a year and a half, I should say. Not almost two years. I, I should rephrase that. A little over a year and a half. Getting close, And plus, I'm starting to get closer and closer to episode 100. Um, I can't wait for that to happen. Like, probably in the next few months, that's when I will get to episode 100. So, yeah, I can't wait for that to happen. Like, it's going to be it's gonna be great. That episode will be a, a complete celebration episode when I get there. And I already have some ideas for that episode, too. So, it's going to be pretty fun, and I can't wait to get to it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, before we get into the main top tier today, make sure to go, go to spring.com and check out the Ray Studios store and pick up some Ray Studios merchandise. I got shirts. I got I got I, I got drink. I got water bottles. I got um hoodies. I got tank tops. I got mugs. I even got the ultimate mega shirt down here. That is probably my favorite one right here. This one because I like I said I mean me and Osiris have been putting out a bunch of mega um um, um merchandise and yeah like there's gonna be more merchandise in the future coming out um that's just gonna be a bit from now so yeah I can't wait for that so guys make sure to go and check it out link is in the description below all right guys. Like um, as you can see, the main the title of these the episode right here. As you, as you guys know, I'm a huge Tim Cool fan, like huge fan. One of my favorite podcasters. Uh, he's up. He, he, even though he's a liberal, he's one of my favorite ones. He's up there with Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder, Michael Knowles, Candace Owens, Matt Walsh, all of them. Yeah, uh, and Jordan Peterson too. I, I think I have Jordan Peterson. Uh, yeah, I have him up there with, with Jordan Peterson too. But he but and he's one of my favorites. Like. I, there are things I disagree with him on. Uh, disagree with him on because he's a liberal. I'm conservative, but overall, I agree. With, there's a bunch of things I do agree with him on because, like, he's anti-corruption and he's a populist too. So that's just like me, which I'm a populist, just coming from the right perspective, um, the right side, the right um, wing perspective, not the left wing perspective. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But not till until recently, I didn't know Tim Pool was a singer. Like I knew he was a he was a musician. I knew he could play the guitar, but I did not know that he could sing too. And just today, he, Tim kept Tim Tim Pool and, and his company Timcast. They 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 have a channel called Timcast Music too. They released a music video called um, a music video, which um was I watched it today and I listened to it, and it was effing amazing. Like I love the I loved it. Like Tim can sing, and the beat was good, great, and it was catchy too. No, this wasn't um, their first music video they did. They did one before this. That one, I, that one was cool too. But yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play that the 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 video that called to genocide, which is which he just released this released today. So let me bring it up right here. Come on, genocide, lose my mind. All right, right. Like I said, he he. This is from today. So yeah. Oh, one second. Okay, why is this better? No, that one's better right there. Yeah, that one's a lot better right there. But yeah, they released this music video today, and it's amazing. Like, and I, I listened to it. I, I just loved it. So I'm gonna play it again. Like, I'm just so anyone who hasn't seen this, they can come and check this out too, because it's pretty great. So yeah, give me one second. I'm gonna bring this up right here. One second. Sorry about that. Here it is. So I'm gonna play it, react to it, then I'm gonna discuss a little bit, discuss it a little bit after it get done, get it gets done playing too. All right, here you go. It's 
follow, follow until it's our turn to die. We're slowly marching to our suicide instead of living. Tell me what to do instead of dreaming. Let me die for you. If I could see the darkness in the mind and the tainted eyes, I'd make it right. Aliens back there, so yeah. Enterprise of institutions made to control your life for inside reading, concocting all the lies that we use to control your mind. Break free from control reality and find your way from this to get away from this. Just, just Ian right there, Saren. Just no emotion is hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> Fiery but most of peaceful drone strike. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> Break free <laughs> Alex Jones from that thing right here. It's hilarious. <laughs> and find your way Alex from Jones. this to get away from it. I'm losing my mind if I lost my sight. If this quicksand has gone over my eyes, how can I see anything? But I <laughs> the world is ending. Here's why that's a good thing. <laughs> I love it. it. It's great right there. Like, it's great, guys. Like, it's it's pretty hilarious, too. Like, you clearly see all those video, those clips right there, like, saying, like, fiery but mostly peaceful drone strikes. Or, or like, I'm um, talking about breaking from reality, like, um, like um, to, and talking about genocide. 
like pretty like you talk about aliens too. It's like it's like we're being it's, it's what this is trying to explain is like how the media has lied to us and like is trying to control the narrative right there. So yeah, uh, it just explains a whole lot right there. So yeah, <laughs> sorry guys, my, I have allergies today. Like um, I don't either allergies or a cold. So. Yeah, like my voice, that's why my voice sounds a little off right here. So yeah, sorry about that, guys. Like there's nothing I can do about that. It just it's just happening. So yeah, I've been like it's been like that all day because it's raining like a mofo out. It's been raining like a mofo the entire day without stopping. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love the song. Like um like it actually topped the chart, the music charts, I believe. Like um it even topped it topped Taylor Swift and like it took number the number one. The Tim Cash Genocide song. I loved it. Tom McDonald had a song today called Fighter, which came out. I liked it. I, I really I liked it, but this one was better in my opinion. I love it. Like It's catchy. So, yeah. Some really good stuff going on right here. So, can't wait to see what the future Tim Cash music does. Like, um, they're branching out to not just do podcasts, but also entertainment stuff like here. Like music, um, books, possibly in TV, sh in TV shows. Also, um, I'm doing stuff with the Daily Wire too. Daily Wire, I should say, because Daily Wire has been doing a lot of movies and stuff like that recently, which have been some pretty interesting stuff right there. So yeah, yeah, Tim Cast's fallen in their footsteps and bringing some um, anti-establishment culture to the to the front and center too. Which I we need more of that. Like, like to, in order to move forward, we need to have more of this non-woke um, um culture stuff. Like um that this genesis, like Tom McDonald, Tim Cast. Um, um, what's it? Um, Black Pegasus too. Um, like, yeah, we need more of this kind of stuff right here. Like, it's going to be some pretty great stuff going on in the future. So, hopefully, I, I can't wait to see what else, what other, what else Tim Cash has in store for us. Like, um, I can't wait to see more music videos. And like, like I said, um, Tim can sing. Like, I didn't knew realize he could, but he sang and he sang in great harmony. And like, it was very catchy, very, very catchy. So yeah, can't wait to see. Oh, <clears throat> sorry guys, my allergies, man. It's actually leaking in the back of my throat now. That's how that's how much it's um acting up at the moment. So yeah. All right, I'm gonna move on to the next topic here today. Um, we talk. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna be brief about this one because um we got an, another topic after this one, I believe. So yeah, it's basically a follow up to the Kyrie Irving situation because, like, as you guys know, Kyrie Irving um tweeted about um. How should I say this? Trying to, so this video doesn't get in trouble. He tweeted out um some a link to a movie on social media. I won't say what that movie was was or was about for reasons. So yeah, and the NBA suspended him over it, and he was forced to issue an apology. So yeah, and the follow up to it is that Nike splits with Kyrie Irving amid uh fallout right there. So yeah. Like I said, Kyrie Kyrie Irving, like I'm, he's they they're they're going after him. Like he's he, like people who are anti-establishment and like Kyrie is, they're going after anyone who who is like that. So Kyrie is just another is just another um person they're going after because they hate anyone who who doesn't agree with the narrative. Like he tweeted like a few weeks ago, he tweeted out like that Alex Jones clip that I showed you guys on the on the podcast earlier, like a few weeks ago, and. Yeah, it's they're just going they're going after anyone they don't like, like like Kyrie. They're going after Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, all of these, all of that. 
all these people that the establishment disagrees with and like the elites don't like you too, they're going after them because they want to silence them. Like with Alex Jones, like um, he's being sued for two point something, two point seven five trillion dollars now, which is very close to the G GPD GED of America. So yeah, not too far off from it. Yeah, yeah. But let's read read this article a little more from Breitbart. One second. Uh, okay. Yeah. The shoe giant announced Friday that it will halt its relationship with the Brooklyn guard who has been suspended by the Nets for what the team called a repeated failure to unequivocally say he was he has no anti-Semitic beliefs. Okay. The Nets made that move Thursday, and a day later, Nike made its decision as well. Probably in coercion with them, so yeah. At Nike, we believe there is no place for hate speech, and we condemn any form of anti-Semitism. What's hate speech, then? Oh, I get it. Hate speech is not what you consider hate speech. Well, it's not actually hate speech. It's what you think is hate speech. But Or it's actually maybe not even that. It's speech that you just disagree, that you hate. So how do you know what's hate speech or not? There's no such thing as hate. There's, people can say hateful things, but there's no such thing as hate speech. Like um, there's th like I said, there are things that I, that people say that I could hate or that you could hate, but that doesn't mean it's hate speech. It's just speech you don't like. That's what it is. Like Tom McDonald said it best. Yeah. And the beer, Vernivort, Vernivort, I don't know how to say that, Oregon-based company said, to that end, we made the decision to sus suspend our relationship with Kyrie Irvin effective immediately and will no longer launch the Kyrie 8, which that is a shoe brand, a shoe that Kyrie has with Nike. So, yeah. Like, loser, like every every player in the NBA has a has a deal with the company, like a shoe deal, and it means a whole lot. It's it's one of the main ways they make their money. They make more money with shoe deals than they do with their actual contracts. So, yeah, this is very big, very big. That shoe was to be released later this month. Irving has had a signature line with Nike since 2014. Hmm. We are deeply saddened and disappointed by the situation and its impact on everyone, Nike said. So literally, they're they're going after him because they disagree with him and they don't like what he's doing. So yeah, like like here's a like anyone who will speak out against the establishment is going to be taken out immediately. Like they're going after Alex Jones, Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, everyone at the Daily Wire. Like you see this right here. It's very very scary stuff. So we have to hope only we only we have to hope only for the future that this um gets settled right here. Because like like I said, I'm a huge Kyrie Irving fan. Oh. I've, he's he's one of the best players in the league today. Like he like the, his signature and his and his moves he does like it's great. Like he he knows how to play basketball. And like when I say he knows how to play, he knows how to play. Like um, he was one of the main reasons that the the Cavaliers beat um, beat the Warriors in 2016. Was it? Yeah, I believe it was 2016. He was one of the main reasons because he hit that um, game winning shot. So yeah. I just, I, I just hope things work out for Kyrie. Like, I'm, I'm mad he had to he apologize. Well, if I were him, I would not have apologized because there was no reason to. I believe there's a thing called free speech. What, well, they're gonna try. I won't be surprised, very surprised, if they try to actually kick him out of the league. Like Adam Silver has even come out and said he he does he doesn't like that what Kyrie Irving said. So, and plus with what Kyrie Irving's been doing, I won't be surprised if Adam Silver and the NBA actually kick him out of the league. So, 
who knows? I just hope things work out for Kyrie. I I, I hope to see him play in the future. Best hope him play. Hope he plays basketball in the future. I hope so, but um, I'm I'm just losing that feeling that he will. I'm just I'm just really really losing that feeling that he will. So it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. So we we have to hope like all these um, um companies like all the sports leagues. Um, there um a lot of the funding comes from not only China but also from elitists. So. Yeah, it's really scary, guys. Who who knows what where, where, where this is going in the future? It, who who knows? I, I just hope things will work out in the future and hope things do get a whole lot better than it is right now. So yeah. All right, let's move on to the next topic I have here today. Um <laughs> let, let's see which one. Uh let's see. Oh, okay. <laughs> this one was hilarious too. Like um, we have another Joe Biden thing going on right now. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, here's something funny. So, <laughs> Joe Biden boosts only all electric cars will be manufactured in America by thir- three thousand thirty-five. Like <laughs> three thousand thirty-five. So he, um, Joe, did you mean two thousand twenty-five? Um, well, two thousand thirty-five, I should say. Um, you're a thousand years off, buddy. Uh, <laughs> This is incredibly stupid, buddy. So yeah, like Fetterman, like Biden, yeah. Like I said, like I, he, there's no reason this guy should be president right here. Same thing with Fetterman running for the Senate. There's no reason he should be. There, none of these guys' health is in the right place. They need to be be at home raising their family. Well, right, being with their grandkids. So yeah. But it is what it is. So yeah. Let's read the article right here. Yeah. Former Vice President Joe Biden mistakenly boosted on Friday that American auto companies would be ready to make all their vehicles electric by the year 3035. So, yeah. California, like um, Gavin Newsom recently signed a bill, well, I believe it was a couple years ago, that um, that they will no longer sell cars that are new that run on gas after after 2035. Five years after the Great Reset is initiated, so fully initiated. This is really scary stuff, guys. Really, really scary. So, who knows what's going to happen? Like, um, will um, gas and stuff like that be outlawed by twenty thirty or twenty thirty five? Who knows? Could be outlawed by twenty. Most of it could be outlawed by twenty thirty, and by twenty thirty five, all the vehicles will be just electric. So, who knows? Right here, who knows? So, it's going to get pretty scary. The former vice president spoke about auto companies during a speech in San Diego about subsiding American semiconductor chip manufacturing. Yeah, like he recently signed a bill that basically would allow um, um, police officers to like um, put have um, turn vehicles off with the chips being put in the cars. If there's going to be um, chips be put into cars that are just like if you switch them up, you can like them, and a, a third party could switch it off, and the car would stop and couldn't run, drive it. That's literally what it's going to be like. That's communism to me because they're trying to um, limit people's travel. So if anyone they disagree with, they can't get away. So, yeah. Yeah. During his speech, Biden recalled a meeting he had at the White House with American auto company CEOs, CEOs, including General Motors CEO Mary Barra, whom he has met several times since taking office. He mistakenly um, stumbled over the name, sounding as though he said Amy Barrett, before correcting himself, saying Chairman Barra. 
trying probably confusing her with Amy Coney Barrett. So yeah, because he she's probably on his mind all the time because she was one of the people that overturned Roe v. Wade. So that's probably what's going on right now, at least in my opinion. Who knows? The president recently recalled that Barrett called him up after the meeting and told him that General Motors would go all electric. Who knows? We can't, California can't even have their power grid being completely electric. So why, how can we do this with all car, with cars then? That makes no sense to me. I don't see how that's even possible right now. With the way the world is right now, I don't see how it is. He said that Barra called me up and said they're, they're going to go all electric by 3035. So, <laughs> oh my God. Every other company signed up to do the same thing. I don't see how that's possible. They're not going to have the power grid to do that. Biden was trying to refer to the pledge by General Motors to go all electric by the year 2035, but was off by 1,000 years. So, yeah, that's hilarious. He both he boosted that he wanted to install 500,000 charging stations around the country to encourage more people to buy in buy electric cars. How are people supposed to buy electric cars right now? Almost the 99, 98-99% of people in America can't buy an electric car. Like, especially right now, they're having a hard time trying to get gas itself. How are they supposed to pay for an electric car now? Like, they can't even get food either. Like, if someone, if we're having a hard, people are having an extremely hard time trying to buy gas right now, how are they supposed to um, 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 buy an electric car, actually be able to pay for the, pay for the electricity to, to power the car? It makes no sense to me whatsoever. I don't see how that's even possible. Not a joke. 500000 he said, because people are going to say, I'm not buying a vehicle that can only take me X number of miles. They're not going to, they're, they're not going to install that nearly that many right there. They're going to try, they're doing this to try to limit people's travel because like um, it's part of the great reset agenda to limit people's travel and to basically, um, basically attract every moment, the, every part of their movement so they can put a carbon tax in on them. Like saying, it'll detect how much carbon you use, like use a certain amount, Social credit score, score you're, you're going to be fined like $500,000. Who knows? Or something around that line. Basically punishing people for do, for wrong thinking or for doing things that the establishment doesn't like. Yeah. Biden spoke at length about clean energy subsides and shutting down coal power plants. We're going to be shutting the, those these plants down all across America and having wind and solar, he bragged. I don't mind solar. I like it, but it's not doesn't have the the power capacity to make America great again. And plus wind energy, like it's terrible for the environment. Like it actually kills the birds because the fans, as they're moving, the birds don't notice them and it kills those. And like, they basically destroy these, these, these fans right here. These, the wind turbines, they ruin, they ruin the whole landscape. And then when, and when they get broken, no one takes them down because they rust up and they just leave them right there. And they make the landscape look terrible right there. So that's another bad thing right here. And talking about these coal plants, China and India are, are adding four coal plants a month. And we can't, why can't we do that then? That makes no sense whatsoever. Why are they allowed to build up their economies economies and, and electricity and have a, a bunch of power, but we can't right here? We don't have the capacity to power power up the entire world. Like um, without oil and gas, you can't, the, the, um, the America can't turn their lights on. They can't drive. They can't, the, the they don't wouldn't be able. They you know. All, here's another thing: the, the silverware we, we all eat. 
the mattress we sleep on, the shoes we wear, all of that is product of the oil and gas industry. And they're trying to shut that down. You see right here? It makes no sense. If like, and plus we're in an energy crisis right now where people can't even afford gas. So why are you trying to push all this electricity nonsense on us? And plus on that, with the midterms coming up in a few weeks, like um, with um, gas prices going up dramatically, Biden's pulled a lot of stuff from our strategic reserves and put them into there to try to lower the gas prices enough for the midterms. And it's not working. A whole lot of people aren't buying into this nonsense right here. And also remember, I don't think I've reported on this on my show, but 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 Carlos and Osiris have on theirs. We're like um we're like um Biden went to the Saudis and asked them to ramp up oil production, and the Saudis refused to because like the because the money wasn't there. And then and, and then like um um Biden asked them to not to not reveal this till after the midterms. Why? Because obviously for political gain, and the Saudis refused to because they 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 basically lash out at Biden. Because like Biden wanted them to, to make to, to start ramping up oil production and they refused to. The reason is because they're not making enough money to, to, to justify it. So you clearly see there's some bias going on right here. Like um, what's going on is like um, they're trying it's political gain. And like if the Democrats look bad, then it's going to hurt them in the midterms, especially right here where he asked them do not reveal this till after the midterms. And they refused to. So, yeah. Because a lot of people are seeing that a lot of prices are going up, a lot of stuff is going on, and there's nothing they can do to stop it. So, yeah, like, it's getting pretty scary, guys. And when I say scary, I mean scary. Like, um, and I mean the oil prices and gas prices are just going to skyrocket even more, what, especially after the midterms, because we're, our um, strategic reserves will be depleted and we're not going to have anything to power them up with, power them up with. So, yeah. Also, Venezuela. Also, they're why are they going to Venezuela too to try to ask them to put up more gas to try to for more oil? When reality, like in Venezuela, can't even um um you mine gas themselves, the oil themselves. It's like they inflated their currency so bad they don't even drill for oil themselves, and they can't even do it a good in a good way too. So, yeah. So why can't we um turn our um our, our why can't we start drilling in America? Like um, like um, like in West Virginia, in Pennsylvania, Texas, Alaska, like there's an ocean of natural gas right living up right under them. And like they won't let them build pipelines, why? Because it's part of this um, this great reset green agenda right here. Also, when he had Biden shut down the Keystone X pipeline on the first day he was in office, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like. I haven't played the video yet. Let's play this right now. I I want to see this video right here. And I talked right here. One second. Here we go. And I talked about automobiles. And I talked about electric vehicles. At the time, Amy Barr uh, was uh, Barr, Shannon Barr of General oh Motors, my God. was suing the state of California because you had a higher standard for emissions than the rest of the country. And they said they couldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hilarious right there. So like, uh, <laughs> right, oh, this is the part right here, the part where he mentions by twenty thirty by th by thirty thirty five. So yeah, Chairman Barrow, is this the same one right here? General Motors, right here, was suing the state of California because you had a higher standard for emissions than the rest of the country, and they said they couldn't do that. Well, she left that meeting and she dropped the suit. Called me up and said they're going to go all electric. 3035. <laughs> Every other company signed up to do the same thing. 
So, yeah. Like Fetterman, like this is getting ridiculous, guys. Like I almost – I feel bad for Fetterman, especially because he had a stroke that caused this. Biden, I don't feel bad for him at all. Like um, he put himself in that situation right there. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the final topic here today. Like I'm um, giving me one second. I'm bring this article right up. Move on to it. So, yeah, give me one second. Right here. Another article from Breitbart. Uh, give me one second. Bring this up. <clears throat> Clyburn. I don't know if that's how he say his name, though. But, yeah, from on CNN. One second. <clears throat> okay. Okay, sorry. I'm probably going to be sneezing again, guys, a few more times because my allergies are messing up. I can clearly hear it in my voice right now. So, yeah. Yeah, but he says, if GOP wins, we are going to see this democracy coming to a crashing halt. First, like again, I said, we are not a democracy, buddy. We are a constitutional republic. Democracy is two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for lunch. So, yeah. 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 And like, here, let's go read the article right here. House Majority Whip um, Representative James Clypool, Clyburn, my mistake, uh, yeah, of South Carolina, said Friday on the Situation Room that if Republicans lead by former um, President Donald Trump win majorities in next week's midterm elections, we're going to see this democracy democracy coming to a crashing halt. <sighs> really, we're not a democracy, buddy. Guess what? Democracy is not on the ballot. Guess what is on the ballot? Candidates. Though now those can now certain candidates could um could work on could um have an effect on democracy, but um democracy is not on the ballot because there is no such thing as a as a system being put on the ballot. There are only candidates being put on a ballot. Anchor Anchor Brianna Kellier asks, "You recently compared America right now to Germany in the early early 1930s." Oh my God! A lot of people do that now. A lot of people. That's what you said, and you said we're on track to repeat what happened. Repeat what happened in Germany here, here in America. No, we're not, buddy. Well, actually, in a way, but coming in from your perspective, your guys' side, not our side. It's coming from you guys that are pushing all this narrative right there. Can you explain what you see happening here in America that promoted you to say that? Hmm. Let's read this. What he's saying. Clyburn said, "All you have to do is look at history." Yeah, you actually can't forget history. Remember, I've studied history all my life. I used to teach it, and what I see lining up in this country, and there are a lot of people who are beginning to say, beginning to say this now. I've been saying it since 2018 when I said that Trump was not planning to give up the presidency. A lot of people gave me a hard time for having said that. Huh. Now we see on January 6th he was not planning to give up the presidency. Guess what? A lot of people raised questions on January 6th. Well, a, a, a lot about the election. I can't go into it right here because I'm on I'm, I'm on I'm Facebook right now. But guess what? There were a lot of questions raised, and the, there were vital questions. There were actually legitimate questions raised about it. Now I can't say what the opinion is because, like I said, I'm on Facebook. I'm streaming this, but there were a lot of questions that were raised. I'm just I, yeah, that's all I'll be all I can say right there. <laughs> All I all I tell you so all I'll tell you something else is if the voters do not uh, intercede, we are going to see this democracy come into a crashing halt. This democracy has existed because people have been free to participate in it. 
we're a republic, buddy. We're not a democracy. When you are setting up committees that can overturn the results of an election, that is what atrocities are born of. Just what the Constitution says that the president of the Senate, which is the vice president, has the ex exclusive rights to not only count but disqualify electoral votes. Guess what? That's in the Constitution. The founders put that there for a reason. They're allowed to do that. I'm just saying that, buddy. Pence didn't do it because he was weak and spineless. So, yeah. Like, he betrayed Trump that way. So, there's no way that he's going to become Trump's VP in 2024. There's no way. Yeah. Saying we're going to make it a crime to give anybody a bottle of water standing in line for four or five hours. That's, yeah. Okay. That's the kind of, okay. Sorry about that. I heard something going on right here. That's the kind of stuff that atrocities are made of. It is not a crime to hand someone a bottle of water or food in Georgia. That's not what happened. What it is, it's illegal for people who work for political establishments, work for candidates, or they're not allowed to give food to people. Why? Because of like a lot of times when people are given food like that from people running campaigns, and especially in line, or at least people that work for those companies, those those um, candidates, they put in like they 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 say a lot of times they say we'll give you this if you vote for the certain candidate. Georgia outlawed that. It doesn't. Guess what? In Georgia, you are allowed to get in line and like bring food and water with you. You're allowed to. Guess what? Just people working for campaigns are not allowed to do that because a lot of times that happens and it swings a lot of voters from changing their vote. That's just what it is. You don't have to like it, but that's just what it is, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. So you go back and look at Germany, who 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 duly elected some someone, the guy with the funny mustache or the Führer, what you can call him. You can call him either the guy with the funny mustache or the Führer, as you know who that is, to be their chancellor. And then he went about the business of discrediting the press. The reason he was elected was because Germany was came out of World War One, where they were embarrassed and their country was disgraced. That is why he was elected. And he was handed all that power. Because like um, like you said, like we probably should have handled the end of world we probably should have handled the situation with Germany different than we did, because like we could have prevented the, that from happening. But we didn't. So like I said, history is history. It happened, and there's nothing we can do to change that. So yeah. What did the former president say? The press is the enemy of the people. And yes, the press is the enemy of the people because you guys spread lies. Russia Gate, Covington kids. Justice Smollett, a lot of this kind of stuff. Also with stuff with the CDC and Fauci. We know a lot of this stuff was fake that you guys pushed. And also they talked about um, a lot of other things that we're not allowed to say right here. And oh, January 6th too. You guys spread lies. Because guess what? The proof we need about January 6th, Ray Epps. Like I said, I've talked about him on my show multiple times. You can go check out some of those videos. Like I talked about him with, with Sal so in that recent video. So you can go check that out because... We talked about a lot about Ray Epps in that video when I had him on. So yeah, that's what an that's what an atrocity made of. We better get real. The Democrats, like they know, like they're they're gonna get kicked, their their asses kicked in these midterms right here. That they're almost guaranteed going to lose the House, and like there's a strong possibility they will. There's a possibility they're gonna lose the Senate. Like I said before, the Demo the Republicans will get a super majority in the House, like uh, probably twenty five to thirty. They're up to thirty five. But at the max, the super max they'll get is 40 to 50 of the seats in the House, more. That's what I believe. But they're going to get a super majority, at least 25 to 35, somewhere in that range. 
the Senate. The, the Republicans will gain one seat in the Senate, in my opinion, maybe two at max. Like, I think they're going to win um, Pennsylvania because, like, this Fetterman and Oz debate, that just that just destroyed um, um, Fetterman's campaign. I think Oz is pretty easily good. Well, he is... A lot of people voted, but early and by early, early before the debate, so you can't really say that. Like a lot, because a lot of people actually look, wanted to change their vote after that debate. So yeah, but now with what we know, so I think a lot of people are switching their votes to Oz now. So yeah, and I think Oz will win that that by like a few points, maybe. And I think Republicans will win um, in Georgia too. I think Herschel Walker is going to beat beat Raphael Warnock by like less than a point, I believe. I believe around half a point to like um to like half a point, anywhere from half a point to three quarters of a point is what Herschel Walker will beat Warnock by, in my view, in my view, because like that election in Georgia between in the Senate race between Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock is gonna be dead close. Like super, super close. That's just how I view it. It's gonna be a great it's gonna be great to watch that. I'll be I'll be going on Osiris's channel on that day to talk about it. So on election night, which is the eighth, too. So I can't wait for that to happen. All right, let's play this video right here from, from about when he, when they were talking about it because this is pretty interesting stuff. Some pretty interesting stuff right here. Yeah, I'm not going to play the full video. I'll just play part of it. So yeah, right here. From elections, President Biden. Oh, okay. 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 One more one moment. Hopefully you can hear that now. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. From elections, President Biden changing his closing pitch. From democracy in peril to the economy. And joining us now, one of the most influential members of Congress as Majority Whip, South Carolina's James Clyburn is the third ranking Democrat in the House of Representatives. Sir, thank you so much for your time this evening. I wonder, as you listen to the president there, are you that optimistic? Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me. Yes, I am. Uh, If I had talked to you last week this time, I would be much less optimistic. But I I came back to South Carolina uh, on Monday evening, and I started uh, uh, talking to people around the country. Uh, I'm getting the feel uh, that things are uh, better this week than they were <laughs> last week. And I hope they'll be a little better next week. Yeah, buddy. I don't that? think that's Why true. Do you think I don't think this that's week true. Than last week? Because I think people are beginning to focus on this race now. Uh, people have been uh, listening uh, to what's being reported. They have been watching things on television. They've been listening to all the pundits. But people are now beginning to focus in on exactly where this country is, where their personal uh, A lot of people are, but coming are in from the different perspective are, than you are, and buddy. And where they fit in the overall scheme of things. I tell people all the time, when you campaign, you say to people, this is what my policy will do for you. This is what it will do for your family. And this is what it will do for your community. And when people boil down to those three things, they see in the Democratic Party the things that they want to see done 
for no. themselves, their families, no, and their communities. The Democratic the Party is, a, is extremely corrupt. On the rich. It is. What is that doing for the rank and file? Absolutely nothing. And when you say that if I am elected, I am going to means test Medicare, I am going to sunset Social Security, and people have been paying into Social Security since they were 16 years old. And now, all of a sudden, you're going to say you cannot recoup any of that money because we're going to sunset it. No, people see. Yeah, that you're you're talking about you're, you're talking about Senator Rick Scott's plan uh, sure. that I, I do just want to be clear. The Republican leader of the Senate uh, has certainly distanced no. himself, has publicly distanced himself from that. I do just want to be clear. That is Rick Scott's uh, the plan that he initially did put out there. But I, I want to ask you about this because you say that you think people are more optimistic. We are hearing, though, some Democratic pollsters who are sounding the alarm. And when you look at the most recent CNN poll, three out of four Americans think that we're already in a recession. Those are well, we've been in a recession for months already. It's with um, the the actual definition of a recession. Numbers were accurate. I would say so. Look at the Um, the definition of a recession is um, is is like two two consistent quarters of negative GDP growth. That's what it. That's what the definition is, and that's what we've been in. What they're trying. What they're trying to do is they're trying to change the definition of recession. Then again, they've changed a lot of definitions around. So, pretty it's pretty weird. But they've changed the definition of a of a V. So, you know what a V is. Like I can't say the word here on the show, but you know what I'm referring to when I say V. So yeah. Job report this morning. Uh, what, two weeks ago, we saw the, what the gross the domestic product was all about. There's growth taking place. Jobs are being created. Jobs that were already, we already there already? before um, 2020. They're just being reopened. to that conclusion. So I do want to turn, I do want to turn now to the attack on Paul Pelosi. You've heard the Republican responses. Some of them have ranged from, yes, condemnation, but some of it feels like check the box condemnation. I've heard and that it could be a, it was the guy who attacked him was an illegal frankly, immigrant. Total lacking who knows? In, 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 totally lacking in human Other theories safety. that the guy was already waited. He was there for like, a few, like half an hour for police call or called or something like that. Like, they are pretty publicly? weird. I have not talked to a single Republican about this. I have not talked. Uh, to any of the subject about this. Look, I live here in South Carolina. Uh, I know. Pretty weird stuff. I don't really have much of an opinion on the Paul Pelosi situation. These kinds of threats. Other than I'm just very confusing. I got them often. When you spoke out against the Confederate battle flag flying on top of the state house, yes, I got death threats for doing that. So I know what that's like. And I know what Nancy a lot of politicians get death threats. Just telling you, buddy. That they're going through. I know what it is to leave home and have to have police officers in your house with your wife and children because crazy people. Who a lot of politicians have crazy, to have that happen. But doing crazy things can lead to catastrophic events. That's what happened in California. And for those Republicans, especially the former president. To talk about this was not a break in, but a breakout for people to start. Pushing like I said, I don't have much of a, an opinion on lines. it, so I don't know what to think what about it. What is happening to our country? Where is the goodness that has always been a part, irrespective of where we stood on these issues? 
Alexis de Tocqueville told us years ago, if we lose our goodness, we are going to lose our greatness. That is just how simple it is. Let me, part of what we've seen happen here recently, that is part of why you recently compared America right now to Germany in the early 1930s. That's what you said. And you said that we're on track to repeat what happened in Germany. Coming from a certain perspective, but not from ours, yours, buddy. Here in America that prompted you to say that? Coming in from your Only side, not our side. Look at history. Because Remember, the Great Reset is coming from the life. corrupt elitist and the corrupt and left. What I see in the left, too. lining up in this country, and there are a lot of people who are beginning to say this now. I've been saying it back since 2018. When I said that Trump was not planning to give up the presidency, a lot of people gave me a hard time for having said that. Now we see on January 6th, he was not planning to give up the presidency. And I'll tell you something else. If the voters do not intercede, we are going to see this democracy uh, come uh, to a crashing halt. This democracy has existed because people have been free to We're a republic, in. buddy. When you, you get that through your skull, that we'll can overturn your head, I should say. the results of an election. That is what uh, uh, autocracies are born of. People are allowed to question things, buddy. They're allowed to. to give anybody you are allowed to. You guys question the 2016 election. So that's the kind of tells stuff me, tells you a whole that lot autocracies right are made of. That's what I'm talking about. So you go back and look at Germany, who duly elected Adolf Hitler to be their chancellor. And then he went about the business of discrediting the press. What did the former president say? The press is the enemy of the people. That's what autocracies are made of. We had better get real. Congressman James Clyburn, thank you so much for your time this evening. So yeah, like um, this this guy right here is like um, what's what I forgot who's the who's the guy who's the guy with the Albert Einstein like hair? Um, I forget what his name is. I forget what his <coughs> I forget what his name is. Like you guys can let me know. But that's what he reminds he reminds me of him. Like I'm pretty weak. He goes with these pretty. He goes out with these pretty radical ideas, like that make no sense whatsoever. And like he, he looks like an, an, a fool when he when he's just talking. So, like he does right there. As a black man myself, um, I am ashamed of this guy right here. Like um, he's too far gone. Like I'm pretty like there's a black person I really look up to is Clarence Thomas. He is what a true black person is, and what what we what represent. Because the Democratic Party does not align with what the what we black people should align with, not even close. They have no values of what we are. A lot of black values are um are like God, family, and education. Those are the core um, values for black for black America. Guess what? The Democrats do not care about any of that. That's not what they're they're trying to push. They're just trying to use black people to gain more votes. That's the only thing they're trying to do. And thankfully, a lot of black people are waking up. A lot of them are. So, yeah. All right. And right before I go right here, I got, I'm going to show you guys something right here. Give me one second. Yeah. One second. I'm going to bring this right up. One second. I got to pull it up right here. And speaking of Trump, um, I saw this earlier today. And I want to show you guys it. One second. I'm trying to pull it up. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, God. Okay, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to pull it up in a second right here. 
I'll, I'll go to Newsmax, see if they posted it. One second. On. Uh, Come on, where is it? Uh, I think this was today. Uh, is this the same article? Okay, I'll, I'll have to find it um, in one second. I'll, I'll have to send this to my phone. But what? I'll send this to my phone right here because um, I, I have to take it right here. Give me one second, guys. Because like it's something that um some I heard that I heard I I saw on Newsmax um, um earlier today. Well, I didn't watch Newsmax, but what it was was like um something that um they posted on their community tab on YouTube. So yeah, I'm pulling it right up right here, and I, I made sure to take a screenshot of it. Uh, okay, okay, one second. Okay, I, I just sent it. I'm gonna pull it up right here. This right here, I, okay, I got it. That's it right there. Okay, right here, here it is. As you guys can see right here, hopefully you guys can see it. See it good. Uh, I'll I'll zoom in a little bit so you guys can see. Okay, that's not working right there. Okay, but what it is? This is from Newsmax, and this is what this this is what it says right here. Former President Donald Trump is tentatively planning to announce the launch of a 2024 presidential campaign on November 14th, possibly kicking off a multi-day series of political events. Three sources with knowledge of the matter tell Newsmax. Who knows? Who knows? Trump team eyes November 14th announcement for 2024 run. Who knows? I hope so. Like, the reason he hasn't announced it yet is because of campaign finance laws, because, like, those laws are pretty stupid. I thought he was probably possibly going to wait till like, June or, or July, because that's when he did it in 2016, around June, July time. But if he might do it right, he might do it up after that. He might do it up after the midterms, because, like, if he did it, if he announced it right now, I he, I don't know if it's violating campaign finance laws if he does it right now, but I'll just say it doesn't. Um, if he announced it right now, it would, they would just take attention off the midterms. That's what everyone's attention is right now is on the midterms that could could hurt it. Who knows? Because but because the Democrats because the moment that he would announce it, what they would do is they keep playing stuff and stuff over and over again about Trump running and about um, communism and like um, their freedom and fascism. So and like their freedoms being stolen or something like that. They're playing stuff from January six. So. This is why he's going to probably wait till after the midterms. And when he does, I'm going to be celebrating. I'm going to be throwing. Probably the moment he does announce he he does run, I will be doing like a live stream or like a, a podcast to just talk about it. Because it's going to be a pretty fun episode because I, I hope, I can't wait till he Trump runs again. I can't wait because I, I want him back in the office, the president, in the White House. Like just the other day, Adam and I were talking about whether or not he would like announce it um, in November, this year. I told him I don't think it will. I will. He will. But Adam says he he will. If he does, I, I'll be I'll be glad. I don't care when he announces it. I just want him to announce he does run. But then again, I probably wouldn't want him to to announce it at the moment. I'd want him to wait till after the midterms because, like I said, it would take the attention away from the midterms. So, probably is a good thing that um, he's waiting. So, yeah. 
like I said, can't wait till he announces it. If he announces it, I'm right then. I'll I'll be happy, happy, happy. It'll be pretty fun, and I'll I'll just be, and I'll be doing it. Like I said, I'll be doing a stream the moment he announces he runs. He'll probably wait a little bit to announce like a vice president to like um maybe 2024, early 2024, when um when he when he's allowed when he when the campaign goes full on rolling then. So yeah. All right, guys. That'll do it for today's episode. Like I said, my allergies are or or cold, whatever it is. Like it's been acting up the entire day. So yeah, but I just had to do this episode right here because I, I just needed to. So yeah, because I wanted to because I haven't done one in a few days and I just needed to do another one. I wanted to do another one. So yeah, I have reasons for the next episode too. I'm not gonna talk about it for in this episode because I'm gonna be saving that that. But yeah, I'll, I do I do have plans for the next few episodes right here. I'm, I'm just telling you guys that right now. Okay. All right, guys. Make sure like this video and subscribe to the channel here on Rumble. Also, go over to and share the video too. Also, go over to my YouTube page. The link is in the description below and subscribe to my channel over there. Also, follow me on all the other social media platforms as well. And um, also, like I'm Twitter and Facebook. I'm streaming right on there right now. Please subscribe to me and please follow me there. Also, follow me on all the other podcast platforms as well because I'm on all of them. At least, yeah, I think I'm on all of them. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, like I said, I'm just trying to grow the brand as a whole, trying to make, get bigger than, than just YouTube. Like I said, not every episode will be going up on YouTube. This episode won't, but um, be for reasons because, like, I've talked about stuff that would get my channel a strike. So, can't really. There's a lot of things I've said in this video that I cannot really talk about on YouTube. Like I said, I'm, I'm sick of the censorship right here. I'm sick of having to self censor. There's been a lot of stuff I want to talk about, but I just can't. And like, I, I think I would get a strike if I posted this video to YouTube or if I was live streaming there. So I'm, I'm just not, I just can't have it be live streaming on YouTube. This one, it won't be. So yeah. But the entire RIS library is on Rumble. So go check it out over there, guys. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm Ray. Uh, this has been the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 79. Catch you guys later. Peace!